All right, Dave, let's go. Cue the music. Coming to direct from the Outdoors Lounge in the back room at Best Cigar Shop, east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks. Hacks. Cigars, etc. Where are we, Ricky? We are at Two Guys in Salem. Getting to be almost our second home. Almost. Almost. Salem, New Hampshire. Salem, New Hampshire. Hampshire. So many second homes. Okay, our panel of hacks for this installment are... Gringo Star. Is he going to sing through the whole show? No. Only a little bit. Get him to dance. Hola, amigos, señoritas, compadres. Salem, New Hampshire. Two guys. Okay, Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, Anima Boy, is that two guys in Salem? Can't wait for the show. Okay, then we got the Baroness. That's enough. <laughs> Recorded <laughs> by our very own Baroness, of yeah. course. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Two guys, Salem, New Hampshire. You spent a lot of time here. Yeah. This is definitely my second home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, Reverend Javi. Hallelujah. 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 My friends tequila. Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, we're at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, one of our favorite places. We got a couple of guests here tonight. Uh, we're going to have a good show for you. A lot of cigar knowledge here tonight. I'll uh, just get you a nice drink and get comfortable in the show. I think we're going to give it. We're going to entertain you tonight. Okay, Dominator, Dominator, Dominator. You're back at the awesome two guys in Salem, New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. All right, we got some special guests. Go ahead, Ricky. We do. So we're gonna we're gonna start off with. Uh, we have somebody that's going to have and make a really big shoe tonight. A shoe. Really big shoe. And now, here he is, Ed Sullivan. He, he loves that. He loves that. Smiling almost. Oh, yeah. I've never, never, heard, never heard that before. I think that was a smile. shoe. Right. I will say I'm extremely thrilled to be here. <laughs> no, what, what's great about it is, for once, I'm not running the board. True. So, I, I can I'm run not my sure mouth Dave a little either. bit more. <laughs> Hopefully someone's the doing The board's that. running us right now. <laughs> that was my that disclaimer. Is. If it's f***ed up, it's not me. That's right. So it's perfect. Okay. Time. And then, second, somebody we've wanted to have on the show for a very long time. We have the... Dancing Queen, Mr. Jonathan. I think Ed Sullivan liked his drop better than I like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to be like that. All right. (laughs) Gloves are off, boys (laughs) and girl. (laughs) Okay, this is your humble announcer, producer, Sakaiak Dave. To the man! Uh, segments include Hidden Her Flying Cigar Review. We got a monster tonight. Uh, then we got the 
local smoke happenings at nearby establishments, the current events. Yep. Harvey's got a nice list for us to read. And uh, then we have Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with Hidden Earth Reveal, Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And Pornhub. And Pornhub.com. <laughs> Slash, slash the retro hail. The retro hail, yeah. Look <laughs> <Pick> them up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought a couple so. of you looked familiar. Oh, <laughs> 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 Under the Chubba Wubbas. I'm there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, who so, wants to take the cigar here? I don't get much on it. Have one, a of, the, have one of them do it. A little hay. I don't know if anybody else Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot a of barnyard hay. coming off yeah, the foot. Yeah, a lot of barnyard coming off. Cut this guy. That's a Churchill, right? That's a Churchill. Uh, be it. Well, it's a little bigger. A little thick really to be a Churchill, but yeah. Churchill-esque. Yeah. Looks Bates. to be about a 54 or a 56 ring gauge. Maybe a little on the, right uh, on the money. On the blonder side. It's got some veins going I would say it. it's a it's a dark Ecuadorian shade. Really? Yeah. I think it's too I light kinda, to be Ecuadorian. I smelled a little pepper on it. I don't know if that's uh, just me, though. But then again, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever smoked this before. Although I, I have a, I have a guess off the bat based on the size. But go ahead. Size matters. I would say just purely based on the size and the shade of the wrapper that this could be Hoya de Monterey Excalibur. You got it. Whoa! Right out of the gate. Wow! <laughs> oh my go. goodness! Uh, wow! Wrapper is the Ecuador Sumatra. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Binder, Connecticut, Broadleaf, Ricky's favorite. Yes. Filler, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican Republic. Nice. So, nice job. the Monterey. Wow. That was fast. Dancing Queens all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I guess I don't need to. And you can dance. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Ed doesn't that's, guess. That's now. the, you know, so we've had two salespeople from two guys who yep. guess cigars. One had to smoke it, you know, a good halfway through to figure yeah, it out. Figure, but well, that, that's very you got, impressive. You got that without even lighting it. Yeah, he, that's, impre- that's, that's very the impressive. most impressive yet. Other than Mr. Uh, Taco, who said, uh, we passed out cigars. And he goes, that sounds like a Baccarat. And it was, and he didn't have- <laughs> So you're, you're right there with the taco. Wow. I mean, yeah. good company. Yeah, you are. <laughs> awesome. Apparently so. Dancing queen and tacos. Wow. Can't beat it. That's pretty impressive. That's you just very look at it and say, that's it. It's an odd, uh, it has to do with the length and the ring gauge. Yeah, uh-huh. It's the only one that I know of, and I'm just basing it on See my it. inventory downstairs. Do you carry this? We do, yeah. Oh, CLE, they make something, like their pandemonium's probably a little bigger, yeah, but it's the same bigger. ring gauge or They bigger. would make, yeah, they have one that's uh, the same ring gauge, but the wrapper's considerably darker than this, and they yeah. would be probably an inch to an inch and a half longer wow. for this ring gauge. It's not CLE, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> I have an unfair advantage sure? over the regular cigar smoker because I stock the right. shelves mm-hmm. every day. So you handle the cigars over and over again, and you kind of get a feel for it. No, I didn't yeah. realize you stocked this one. I was trying to get something you didn't have that nice. you wouldn't be familiar with, but you got me. You, you should have gone Lancero. <laughs> he doesn't know a thing I don't about know. Yeah, I, got, I don't have very many Lanceros downstairs. We just did a, the Lancero thing uh, recently. Yeah. I guess they know what they're doing here, too, guys. It's a good smoke. Yeah. Something to pay attention to on this is what we call the Honduran bite. So when you have a large amount of Honduran filler, the cigar is going to present immediately like it's Nicaraguan. It's going to be in your face, and then after about a quarter of an inch, it tampers itself right down and sweetens up. And that's an indication that you're dealing with Honduran filler. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I aspire to there. this greatness. This is this is intense. <laughs> except I got a vein. Oh, look yeah, at this look thing at, look right at, down at, the middle. Look it's at, like a mm. stick. Look at that. Okay, we gotta. <laughs> since we hit nerfs, done. Ricky, you want to do the troops before we do anything else? Yes. So just a little shout out, like we do every week, to the troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. We respect you. We honor you. You know, thank you for everything that you're doing. Please be safe. And to the National Guard that are trying to protect our cities, keep up the good fight. Blue lives matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. Okay, so uh, that's that. And then, of course, we've got the podcast juice. Are you having the podcast juice? Have you had this before? I don't think I have. Podcast podcast juice. It's a hammer sickle vodka, pineapple juice with a splash of seltzer. And we generally have it. Is this orange seltzer in this one? It is. What you use? Orange mandarin? All, oh, all orange mandarin. So mm. this would just be like the creamsicle. Yeah. It does taste it's like very uh, creamy and yep. sickly. Sickly. Creamy and it has more vodka in it than you'd get at any, <laughs> uh, any bar. The sickly, too. Because <laughs> I put it. Mm-hmm. So, Vodka's half sickle. Yeah, the, the mandarin orange is uh, the orange vanilla, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... We had orange. Excellent. We had mandarin orange last week, and we that did. was pretty good. This is the this cream This is good. This came out good. It's good. So uh, this vodka bottle there, hammer sickles on the table over there. It's with us every show. It's our mascot. As it should be. You see the case we carry it in. Yeah. 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 You got to keep it protected. Yeah. Yeah. That Russian lead crystal. It's very yeah. delicate. That's how we sneak it in and out of lounges. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a road case, but it's got liquor in it. It's got a... It's great. Mm-hmm. Mixer. Okay, so there's a couple of things we want to cover here. One is we asked Ed on the show because, well, not only because he's a wealth of knowledge. He's correct, awesome, and Superb. he's very experienced in the podcast world. But usually, did he's you bring me here to humiliate me? No, not at all. No, 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 no. no there was no. That was their idea of paying homage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was Listen, here for the dancing queen. I was. <laughs> we'll get to that piece. Yeah. I got so, f- you. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't inhale. It's not good. <laughs> so Ed and John, of course, are half of the Cigar Authority. The good half. Well, we talked about weight because I don't think we top in at <laughs> no, a third. <laughs> you know what though, Mister Jonathan is always right up front, but Ed's behind the scenes and talks. Occasionally. Occasionally. But um so it's great to have you on the show where you're not behind the scenes. You're no. right here and I'm in full view. We actually yep. have a good amount of questions. So I oh, originally nice. I had talked to Jonathan about doing a show with us. Yeah. And then I came to the Lance Arrow show a couple of weeks ago. Right. And these guys, the rest of your cast of characters, were ribbing you about I know, they- something and if if you don't mind, I have that drop. Yeah, please. Because, uh, the, we, oh boy. The so. ha- the hacks are here to ask you about this maybe hopefully the whole cigar industry is growing Mm -hmm. um i I know as a retailer our sales are great you know interestingly enough uh, who knows the reason but you've been doing a lot of guest stuff in different venues yeah right so that may and have as these guys have too. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. your overexposure is helping us. You yeah. you have done a couple. Yeah, Gary's pulpit. done a couple. Um, have you ever done any cigar podcasts? No. Assholes. <laughs> yeah, but no nobody wants me. Why? <laughs> you know a lot about cigars. I He's know. not just an unbelievable producer. He knows maybe, about cigars. Maybe too droll. Droll. <laughs> 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 guessing boring. Yeah. <laughs> droll means boring. <laughs> Here's the definition of droll for you. Curious oh, or unusual Christ. in a way that provokes dry amusement. Uh, <laughs> you are an English major, right? Correct. Yeah. 
He's got the words. He knows. I, I got words. He knows yeah. words. He's got words. He's a wordsmith. Yeah, I've got words. You know? uh, listen, it's not too hard to shine in the vocabulary department on that particular show. Yeah. Really, on, on any cigar podcast, oh, I so feel like you could stand out. Huh? No. It's so a be, low bar. So I was sitting there listening to that, and I'm saying, this is crazy. We're having Ed on, so and I, I went right up and asked him. I was so pumped to know that I wasn't going to have to do this by myself, <laughs> well, and that so you guys had... Pam can help. I'm not saying that anybody couldn't help. I'm just saying as far as I, I had a feeling I was going to get my balls busted, it was great to have yeah. them do the Ed Sullivan thing for you. Just a question. Have, yes, they, have they ever asked on your uh, Cigar Authority podcast, have you ever asked about the Ed Sullivan show? Like, when did it start and when did it end? Do you know the answer to that? I do not. Oh, that would be a classic That's, three-way that question. That is a it good be, yeah. three-way yeah. question. I'm going to guess. Go ahead. I'm going to say Ed Sullivan started about 1958. I would say late 50s, yeah. What would you say, Ed? I'll take, yeah, late 50s. 58 sounds about Ed right. Sullivan started 1948 wow. and ended 1971. Wow. wow. No 23 way. years. 19, yeah. 23 years. Yeah. Wow. We, were, we were over. Lord, yeah. you know points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> but that would be a good... I was going to guess 1800. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You would have got it. You would have been closest wow. to it. 1948. It's 10 years off. Yeah. I had the eight oh. right. Yeah. So, it's pretty amazing. So we'll put that bug in Dave's ear to use the Ed Sullivan thing. Mm -hmm. And so, then you'll, you'll know that he is. Yeah, I'll get two points. Mm -hmm. So Dave and I sat down and we wrote up some questions. Oh, boy. And uh, the very first one was shots fired. Oh, yeah. Which So Pam was on the other day, this, this past week, right? Yep. She came on. She was on our show last week. And then the next day after we recorded, she came on to your show because Barry was out and they needed an extra person for the classic three-way. Mm -hmm, correct. And uh, then something ensued there. So go ahead and hit this drop. <laughs> hey, Pam, want to come in? Sure. She's, She's always down. Pam's awesome. She was on the Cigar Hacks podcast mm. this week, uh, and they did it from our Seabrook store, and she did a great job. It sounded like a lot of fun, and I know better because I've been there before. It's not that fun, but uh, she maybe made it seem fun. Maybe it's more fun <laughs> with Pam on. Or with me, without me there. No, yeah. it's probably just a lot bad more fun. that you and I got invited to be on an episode, and, and you he didn't did. get invited back. That's what the problem is. It's not bitter. Hi, Pam. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Shots fired between both shows yes. the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> So we need to clear this up because yeah. we got a message from one of our regulars saying that Dave was giving us the ribbon. Dis, that, that, dissing that, uh, the, the show. Yeah, but he was actually dissing the shop. We think. No, it was the show. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was like both. Yeah, maybe it was it was a, a, I, Dissing the shop, you mean dissing Seabrook? Seabrook, yeah. Seabrook. He said it's not that much fun over there. I mean, oh, contraire. About, that place is well, a goddamn also, party. He's also been on our show. That's right. So, so we're trying to sort this out. So, okay. <laughs> no, I think, he was, I think he was just making a little tongue-in-cheek uh, slight to fill time while Pam was on her way up to the stage is my best guess. <laughs> nice okay. cover. Nice so, cover. There we go. So, Mr. G, we don't need any cowbells or little uh, ringers <laughs> to have fun on our show. Uh, I, we're just a bunch of hacks. We can say anything we want. I like that. That's right. And Anything right. goes. Well, I saw shots fired, and I thought you were still going to be asking me about whether I was at the revolution or something. <laughs> they all, yeah. even Dave, likes to pretend I'm older than he is, which I'm not. <laughs> you know, I, 
<laughs> yeah, Dave's way older than you. Way over one year. That's way. Okay. Whoa. So, so now that we've got that cleared up, that he was actually giving us the ribbing. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, good. Yeah. That was okay. clear to me. Shots fired, I guess. Well, then, huh? here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. There are there are podcasters and there are blogs and he that he doesn't care for and he just never talks about them. Yep. If he's talking about you, he likes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let loose the dogs of war. <laughs> <laughs> Let the war dogs out. <laughs> oh, Mr. Uh, G. Yeah. So was he really bummed that he didn't get invited back? Because I have some other ideas for for bring him on. You know why I want to bring on? Actually, we're not going to bring him on. We're going to bring his mother on. (laughs) We we want Mr. G's mother. You're going to regret that decision real quick. (laughs) And and if we're we're doing that, we're going to bring one of my favorite names of this whole thing. Frankie footballs. Oh, Frankie. oh, Frankie footballs. Yeah, and the mother. Frankie is a, is like the mayor of Danvers. He's one of the regulars and used to be the shop owner at uh, Cigars of Russ in Danvers. Huh. He's a funny man. And, uh, he's a riot. He's a good man. He's hysterical. Um, yeah, when we did the show in Seabrook, he and Sid the Kid came up to sit in the audience. Nice, circuit out. So he's and a regular. Two what guys what kind of name is? Balls, so Italian, Italian. Italian. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a guy. I didn't want to say. But I, would, I, I was going to so. guess Swedish, but maybe, <laughs> maybe his personality is a little bitter. Oh, he's yeah, like a, a he's like Ukraine. a, he's like a cartel. He he dresses. He's like a poor cartel man. <laughs> you know what he comes off to be. It's a guys are us. We all sit outside on the street in the gutter. We all sit outside in the street, and they all have their own nicknames. So you have Frankie Five Fingers, you have Frankie Balls, you have Stevie Stretch, you have one guy named Minty, you got uh, you got Pedro, um, but Billy, they all Billy Cigars, Billy Cigars and, Johnny Nine Stick. Yeah, we didn't and, give them nicknames. Yeah, and a lot of these guys Jesus. come from the North End and East Boston and all over the place. We didn't give them their names. <laughs> one look at them and you'd say North End. Yeah, right away, no doubt about it. Stevie Jesus is, comes from Chelsea. Here. Stevie Jesus. Chelsea. So, so Pedro, Stevie Jesus, Minty, and Johnny Nine Ward Hill. I feel like Mr. I mean, Jonathan is so passe at this point. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's such a they're weak all, nickname. It's they're weak. all playing in the golf tournament tomorrow, and Stevie Jesus and Pedro are like real good golfers from Salem Country Club. Um, and they're all playing in the golf tournament tomorrow along with the hacks. So Ricky's bringing them their favorite cocktail. Yeah. So uh, right away I said, ah, I'm going to get a bottle of Basil Hayden and put it mm-hmm. in the golf cart. And Minty starts saying, don't give it to Stevie Jesus and Pedro. They'll be drunk by the ninth hole. And I said, good. <laughs> He's trying to. I'm not going to bring any booze. It'll be fine. To tilt the now, scales over does there. Pedro call Stevie Jesus Stevie yeah. Jesus? Or? No, Stevie Jesus. <laughs> it's always Pedro. No, 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 no. Pedro was actually, uh, he's a guy from Methuen. And he's Irish. He's Irish. Oh, all right. His name Lou. is Lou. Oh, that explains it. But his nickname is Pedro. It's a long story, yeah. but he's Irish. Very well known in the Methuen area. <laughs> Very well known. So on to our second question. Okay, I, go ahead. If, if I may, I have a question for both of you, and it's something I've wanted to ask for a long time. You're going first, Ed Sullivan. Okay. Yeah. So here is, I don't like him at all. Okay, so here is the question. <laughs> you you all, yeah. along, along with the other two uh, guys that are on mm-hmm. your show, you always represent cigars that, that you sell here. What do you do if you smoke a cigar and you hate it? And you so hate it that you don't you want to put it down, but because you're on your show and we can see you, you can't say it sucks. So what do you do? Uh, you, you go first, Ed Sullivan. You punt. 
<laughs> well, Ed Sullivan cheats. He's I, not I, on I'm camera. I'm in a very fortunate position not being on camera. Yep. I put it down and light something else. <laughs> <laughs> but do you talk about it? Uh, if Dave asks me, I don't volunteer anything. So if he says, you know, Ed, what do you think of this cigar? I got to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> Usually then you, you look for the redeeming quality, whether that be price point or it burns well. <laughs> you know, you, you got to look for one thing. And it's got a nice ash. Yeah, really, nowadays, at least for the time being, all cigars are constructed pretty well. So that's right. kind of a go-to. Oh, it's got a nice burn line mm. on it. Yeah, uh, you're, this you're, doesn't appeal to me, but maybe somebody else. And what do you say in front of the camera? That uh, it really, it, play, it plays almost exactly like he's saying. You, you find something about the cigar that you can be positive about. Because right now, cigars are pretty good. Uh, if it's not my flavor profile, or I, if I just flat out don't like it, I'll say, right. this isn't my thing. Right. And that gets me kind of off the hook for, all right, so now I can I can talk a little bit of shit about it, but not I'm not going to eviscerate a cigar on the right. show. Because it's, it's somebody's baby. That's right. Well, I just want to say that somebody's baby on our show, it was last year, The actually, to this day, 140-some-odd episodes, it still is consisted, uh, consists of the worst cigar we've ever smoked. Somebody's baby floated very well, because after three puffs, I threw it in the lake. <laughs> and it just so happens that it's... What are yours? <laughs> oh, great. But yeah. that, when nice Dave know, said, huh? what do you think about this cigar? I was like, oh, Dave. <laughs> I said, of all the great cigars, and there were great cigars here, folks. I was like, we must have got what a bad badge. are you doing with this cigar? And he said, it sells very well. And he goes, mostly the newer cigar smokers and the kids buy it. They, mm. The younger people. Yeah. Well, it's I no said, different than wine, right? Yeah. Like you've yeah. got pure sludge that... There's a reason you know, Boone's Farm sold so well. Yeah. And, and it sells That's fantastic. Right. So I got a little secret to share with you guys. Speaking of wine, so we do cigar tastings, and we get more compliments on the wine that we serve at cigar tastings. <laughs> really? And <laughs> if, I, if I told you like, that it. I think it's $12 a gallon, right. <laughs> but we don't serve it. We right. don't serve it in the jug it comes in. Right. We pour yeah. it in a decanter, yeah. right. oh, get a little oxygen a in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it. it's just a glass of wine, and it's a little on the sweet uh, side, and people are like, oh, my God, where do you get this? <laughs> Is this the same thing you had at the meatball? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know what you got there. Because at yeah. that stage... Uh, Giving it oxygen is gonna matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Exactly, it doesn't. <laughs> but it's in a, it's in an expensive looking decanter. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like lipstick okay. on a pig. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of how you like the cigar, there, what do you, how do you think? What do you think of this? Not a lot going on here. It's not it's my not flavor a... profile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could say it sucks. I wouldn't. I honestly, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fine. throw it in a lake. Uh, but it's it's burning well. It's yeah. drawing fine. There's just not a lot of complexity to right. it. It's it, yes. and it's a reason why this cigar sells by the millions, and it's yeah. it's going to hit uh, maybe the bottom fifty percent of the Probably. cigar smokers. The price point's okay. It, it's, it's a cigar. It burns. It's going to keep the mosquitoes away. But this is not <laughs> something that a a connoisseur is going to gravitate toward. Right. This is like a Harvey. Like Real house. This is, you like this one? I'll so, yeah, this is my kind of cigar. I, you know, I smoked a lot of these before. Actually, I should have guessed it because I smoked one of these 
uh, before I came here, Rick will notice when I yeah, picked him up, top. I had a cigar in my mouth, and huh. this is the one I had in my mouth. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I, sh- I should have guessed it right off, but I didn't. I think somebody Oops. spiked it, the, the podcast juice. I'm not thinking right here. We always Ruby Harvey. <laughs> now, now, who did you Loosens give that Don Pepin 2008 to? Did you give... Ed. Ed, you, what do you think of that Don Pepin we gave? I have not smoked it yet. The, we gave it to... Um, I, get, I gave one to somebody that smokes from uh, the shack right away. He said, very complex. Have you ever smoked oh, that yeah. cigar? Many times, many times. For a Lancero, pretty complex. It was, uh, if I recall, it is uh, very brown sugary. There's a little bit of a pleasant spice on the back end, and most of the spice has kind of been aged out at this point. Yeah. I mean, the cigar came out in 08. Right. Or was rolled in 08. That's the date on the box. Yeah, yeah. So... Their factory is kind of known, especially you put some age on it, and their cigars kind of come into their own right out of the gate, right out of the factory, often a little too peppery for my profile. Right. Aggressive. They're aggressive. But you put some age on them, and they, they go from right. really good to pretty phenomenal. Yeah. But you got to have the patience to be able to do it. This has a, a, a Johnny Depp uh, eyeliner to it, very dark, and uh, it tastes like wood. It's got a woody taste to it. You eating a lot of wood? Well, no, but I know somebody that sucks a lot of somebody with a woody. <laughs> I know somebody with a woody. Couple guys. Bet you never say that on your show. It's very veiny. Well, I mean, have you guys had anybody that's gotten pretty much completely undressed on your show? I mean, well, no, we're waiting for you to <laughs> ju- be the first. Oh, okay. I get one more of these podcasts. <laughs> 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 Getting on here <laughs> to take off all your clothes. <laughs> all right, someone take that away from Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's out of control. And, and Mr. Sullivan, our next question. This is this that's is Ed, a, that's Ed to you. That is it. Yes, you have the time to shine because uh, really, like we want to know what's your relation to two guys and how did you start and how long Ooh. have you been here and all fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. So so. I probably I started smoking cigars about thirty years ago. Wow! And you know I started out like most folks. You know you you have a, a Garcia Vega right, and a right. tube or something, yeah. and, and one of these. Yeah, one of these. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then I I had done a little bit of mail order. Yeah. And I probably shortly after Dave moved up here, I came into the Salem store, and I really haven't left since. You've been here since. What was that? 20, 25, 26 25 years ago. Twenty five, twenty six years ago. How did how did you get involved with all the podcasts? And- well, actually, I was in software for a lot of years thirty three years, six months, four days. Two <laughs> months. But um, you know, when I left there, I just decided, okay, I'm going to leave this job. It's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So I hung around the house for about six months, and my wife said. Are you ever going to work again? I, I said, know that feeling. I said, I don't know. <laughs> she said, well, you at least need to make enough money to cover your cigar budget. Okay. And I said, well, one way to do that would be to work at two guys, get a discount. It's right. a bonus, right? So I actually started uh, working in the Salem store. So I worked in the Salem store for about a year. I saw what they were doing up in the podcast studio. And I said, well, that looks like more fun. So I went up and did the podcast for about a year and a half, and then I got a little bored with that. Yeah. So 
Now I think I do nothing again. Is that right, Jonathan? <laughs> uh, you you still produce the Cigar Authority? Yeah, uh, um, once a week on the Ashholes, on the Ashholes Snack Authority. So I decided I'd just keep all the fun shows and give the rest to somebody else. Nice, good thinking. Oh yeah, wow. it's Very all nice. about good fun move. now. Good move. That's, that's why I came here. It's fun. Right. That's yeah. what this is all about for us. This is a complete hobby thing for yeah. us. It's just fun. No sponsors. No. Advertising, nothing, none of that. So we have do whatever the we want. We take the pressure off. We've been approached by people that wanted to sponsor us. Um, Can you name names? uh, We had somebody in Texas who wanted to send us items. Oh yeah, we have folks who want to send us stuff to Mm -hmm. smoke a dildo mail order company. Oh yeah, yeah. that was one of them. Don't forget, I'm Jewish. It has to be the small dildo. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) goodness gracious, the one like this. Yeah, the little one. The sideways one. It still works. The one that f***s around corners. (laughs) (laughs) What, like one of those drills at 90 degrees? You can add that. You You know, Mr. Jonathan, when I I go into a bathroom to pee, when I I go over to the urinal, you only hear two things. You hear unzip and splash. Nice. (laughs) Good to know. Let me know when you're not. What I'm, I'm going to add that to your file. <laughs> your pedo file. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. So did, so did you help them buy, like, all the equipment, or they no, already that, had it? Nice, that was, nice um, out, Rick. Nice that out. was Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> really? He did. I mean, that... that I was the pretty uh, impressive. I was the producer before Ed. Ah, okay. Much to my chagrin. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, you've been producing the Cigar Authority. I started with the Cigar Authority in yeah. 2010. And they let's get it to do it. Well, they that was they hired dream. A, they hired a professional yeah. shortly after, and gentleman Chuck, gentleman Chuck Morrison, and uh, I came back as a host on the show, yeah. and stayed as a host, and but I still had the background. I can run the board if I have to. Then Ed was the producer, and now uh, he's still the producer, and we have Ben who does the production for the Studio wow. Twenty One Podcast Cafe. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so the audio is all Mr. Jonathan. Uh, I added the new video camera, so we upped the game there. Very nice. Goes very well. It's collaborative. Collaborative, Collaborative. yeah. So there hasn't always been video? No, there was. There's always been video. It just was shit cameras before. (laughs) Technology kind of every every couple of years, technology doubles in its ability to be able to reproduce, especially things like video. So... The little webcams that we were using where they were, we'll say in quotes, top of the line when we right. started with them, yeah. you know, first having a, the first time having a 4K camera, then realizing that you need to have a computer that can handle 4K. So then you upgrade that. It's thousands right. and thousands of dollars. And then Ed Sullivan said, this is the gold standard for cameras right. as far as being able to move it around and zoom in. And it is ultra 4K and we have the computer that can do Beautiful. it. So nice. yeah, it's perfect. Okay, yeah. cool. A lot of upgrades over the years. Yep. Wow. So you've been uh, with two guys. You've been doing the Cigar Authority for Since 2010, 10 years, so. and I think I started at two guys in uh, 2012. I had worked for David as a DJ. He was doing his mixed martial arts fight, and he asked me if I could make it so that all 3,000 people in the arena could feel the music. And I said, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up. He's a mixed martial artist? He is not. Okay. He is not. He put on a, a mixed martial arts fight for his okay. 22nd anniversary, I believe. Okay. So at the end of the fight, he lost 
fifty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Because he didn't get three thousand people to fill the arena, right? And he still had to pay all the vendors, including sure. me. So he handed me my check and he said, "If I made one dollar profit on this event, I would tip you because I hired a hundred vendors. Ninety-nine of them did not deliver. Right. Only one what? delivered. I will never hire another DJ as long as I live." And he handed right. me my check, and that was it. I was his DJ for every event. Right. Uh, he wanted to do something in the Nashua store with lights and whatever. I'd go in, set it up with sound, and light it up. Beautiful. Let me ask you a question. You're a DJ, right? I'm a DJ. Do you ever play Dancing Queen? No. Never. <laughs> never. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. There it comes. There you have it. There you have it. Here it comes. And you can dance. I think it would work. Not it even might. at weddings? Keep thinking. <laughs> so so now let's qualify this. So the first time I met Mr. Jonathan, I was sitting having a smoke in the back and I won't say who was there, but somebody said at the time I think I was taking tap dancing lessons and they said, "Hey Rick, Mr. Jonathan's a professional dancer." And I went, mm. "No way." And they showed me a film of you in a competition yeah. ballroom and I have to tell you something. My parents ballroom danced for probably 40 years and they were phenomenal dancers my mother she was a model but she was a professional dancer and then i saw you dance and i said holy shit this guy you know belongs on the world tour this guy can dance thank you so can you tell us about that uh, i started uh dancing when i was a kid uh, on roller skates they're three years old and uh doing the freestyle jumps right. and the spins and all that uh, and that break dancing of the day. Huh? Well, I ended up break dancing, but I, my dad wouldn't let me play football when I was in grade school. And I thought, you know what? I'm really going to fuck with his head. So I signed up for a six week ballet class and I come home with all the flyers and this is what it's going to cost. And I'm thinking, all right, he's going to say, instead of paying for dance, right. you can do free football right. and let me off the hook. And he did the opposite. He said, oh, that's expensive. Uh, when you're done the six weeks. I'll have been far enough into my second job right. that I can afford to pay for the classes. Take as many classes as you want. You want to do solos, whatever you want to do. What high school did you go to? Uh, <laughs> Haver High. <laughs> but this was in the this was in the third grade that I that I signed up for my first class, and I yeah. went all the way up to the eighth grade, wow. and the school closed, and I got into break dancing, and it all ends up being I'm in a country club in Methuen, Massachusetts, the yeah. White Buffalo. And I'm, oh, well. yeah. I'm in there and, and the, trying to do line dancing. And I see the kids dancing around the outside. And I learned how to two-step. And I was dating somebody at the time. And she was doing this thing, swing dancing, West Coast Swing. And I'm like, oh, I really would like to learn that. Yes. It looks really cool. And she said, it's way too hard for you. <laughs> so I immediately broke up with her. And I, <laughs> I spent close to $10,000 on private lessons and group classes for the next two years. And got every single bit of pattern that I could get, every technique, everything I possibly could in two years. And, and you I started, married Arthur Murray's daughter. <laughs> yeah. I started winning competitions and blah, blah, blah. Now really? I'm a professional and swing dancer. And your wife dances too? Soon to be ex-wife, but yes, okay. she does dance. Wow. Wow. So, so here's, here's a question that we had. So, But wait a minute. That's not, you don't dance with your wife in competitions. No, no, no. It's, you have another no. professional. Never did, right? Never did. No. That's so not. You, you have a professional... So is it professional or yeah, it's professional, but it, the style of dancing is uh, Jack and Jill style. So it's you go in and you draw a partner, ah. and you don't know who Ooh. it is, and you don't know what the song is. So everything ah. is 
what they call lead and follow. There's no patterns. There's no, you don't know what's coming. She doesn't know what's coming and I don't know what I'm going to lead next. And you so do it in sad. real time. It's mm. kind of like a hidden herf. It's like a hidden so, herf. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tap dance? I've taken about eight tap dance lessons and I can say without question, no, I cannot tap dance. Huh. Do you play any instruments? Other than the skin flute, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not proficient on any any instrument. I play multiple instruments. I took lessons for three years, and I still suck at tap dancing. <laughs> tap dancing is an entirely different rhythm. Dave's been doing it for how long? I don't know, probably five years. Yeah. Okay. And the, I still suck. <laughs> it's the pathway to the brain. It's so far away from yeah. your brain, your yeah. feet. To be able to control that on such an intricate level, you look at someone like Sammy Davis Jr., oh, yeah, Gary yeah. Hines, the, the level of perfection and the level of practice that they had to do to get to that level of proficiency is just un, it's remarkable. Right. Yeah. It but when they, when they went out, you know, back in those days, I mean, you had Bilbo Jangles. You had – it was their lifestyle. They learned to scat. They learned to dance and – and half of the half of the guys that are looked up to as the best tap dancers of all time right. picked it up as a hobby. That's right. They didn't take classical lessons. No, they didn't. No. They learned it literally on. That was on, the breakdancing of its time. It on was the street. They were doing it on the street. Who's your uh, favorite male dancer of all time? Um, I, I almost said Nikolai Volkov. It's not him. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Gorbachev, not Gorbachev. Mikhail no. Thank Barishnikov. Mikhail Barishnikov. Thank you. Mm-hmm. His ability to do ballet and still look masculine when he did it and do straight-legged leaps that were four feet high. I mean, he could jump way higher than Michael Jordan compared, you know, if you compare the height. He's kind of a short guy, but just the power and grace that he had, I would say he'd be my all-time favorite. And the female? Probably my wife, soon-to-be ex-wife. She's just remarkable. Yeah. Awesome. So a hidden known fact is... I danced for years, and Mikhail Baryshnikov was one of my favorites. He is the only individual that can do an 11-turn pirouette. Wow. Ah, I did not know that. Now, for somebody like myself who loves swing music, has played it a number of times, I go back to the old days with Fred Astaire. Gene Kelly could dance. Absolutely. Gene Kelly was phenomenal. He was The roller skate tap dancing scene? Yeah. Unbelievable. Smooth. Danny Kay? Yeah, same thing. Danny Kay. The dancers of the 40s and 50s were incredible. You have more questions? I do. You want to do them after the current events? Sure. We're going to do current events here. So, all right. So, how do you like this? Dave being the, the taskmaster over the, here. Well, I'm looking at the clock here, so, you know, <laughs> unless you want to stay, uh, you know, late, you know, we, we, can, go on and we on. can go all night. Comments on a cigar before we do the current events? It's been this is consistent. A this is a cigar podcast after all, right? Not yeah. a whole lot of changes going on. No. It's, no. It, it, is, it is pretty close to where I would say that first quarter of an inch finished up. It, mm-hmm. it had a little more aggression at the beginning. And had I not made the guess that I made. I would have been probably, a, I would have been guessing in a different direction from the start of it because Honduran tobacco does have that bite to it that starts to present Nicaraguan. So that might have been the direction I would have gone. But kind of a one note, one trick pony. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a really, I mean, it's a decent mild cigar. You know, it for, is. For a starter for somebody, yep. you get somebody who wants to, you know. It's not dancing in my mouth. No. No. no, but it's Go a good the starter for nice tie-in. <laughs> nice tie-in. It was especially good that you pointed it out about yourself. That was good. <laughs> I know this is the kind of cigar that Harvey likes, and I love he was, this. He was this smoking. Is, this is one of my go-tos. All right, you want to do the? Yeah, we can. The, we can. 
do those. Do the current events here. Excalibur. Go. Okay, folks, here we go. Uh, two guys sailing New Hampshire a night with uh, Christian and uh, Gusto Aurora. Gusto. Gusto. Gusto Aurora. Gusto with a who. Gusto Aurora. Who? Still Gusto. 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 What did you say? <laughs> As of the time of this taping, there's only five tickets remaining for that event. And uh, uh, Aladino Cigars Friday, September 18th. Limited seating. Italian dinner and two cigars, fifty nine ninety nine. I hear the tickets only. The wine's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continuing on here, we got Twins London Dairy, New Hampshire. September is National Bourbon Month. Two dollars of each high west cocktail will go to Live and Let Live Farm Rescue. General cigar raffle, a rolling cooler, and a electric. Uh, looks like an electric smoker drawing. Yeah, I saw Saturday, that today. 1919 Saturday Night Live music under the tent. 1919. Twins. <laughs> September 19th. Will the Saturday Night Live band be there? Yes, no. yes. Oh, that's, perfect. That's, that's coming up. Okay, uh, Saturday Night Live music under the tent. Twins Sweet 23rd annual smoking bar blues barbecue is postponed until next year on September the 8th, 2021. The annual Bedford Village Inn cigar dinner with Twin Smoke Shop featuring special guest Rocky Patel will be on Thursday, 9-10 at 6 p.m., $125 per person. Tables of four or six only. Your party must buy the whole table. Featuring bacon-wrapped pork roulette. So that's bacon-wrapped bacon. Pork-wrapped pork. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm in. That, bacon right? wrapped in bacon. Yeah. Okay, the next one here is we're very anxious to go over there when they get the place uh, uh, straightened out. Here's El Toro, Hudson, New Hampshire, almost ready to reopen at their new location in September. Then we go to Castaway, Seabrook, New Hampshire, a huge outdoor seating restaurant with smoking at the fire pits. Yeah, we've done, uh, you guys have done a couple of events over Yeah, there. we have. It's a nice yeah. place for oh, yeah. cigar events. Yeah. Good food. Okay, uh, going on here, some of our favorite lounges in New, in New Hampshire that are open is Radloff Cigar, Rochester, Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway, uh, the original Cigar and Bar, Con- uh, North Conway, Castro's Bedford, Nashville, and Manchester, and Concord. Plasto, Plasto, Plasto. Plasto. And now we got another category. Some of our favorite uh, places that are open, mass lounges, is Cigars Rest Danvers. Join us on the sidewalk, the Tobacco Shack Rally, stocked with the Dunbarton uh, Tobacco and Trust, Victory Bar and Cigar Worcester, SNA Watertown, Cigar and Lounge Watertown, Mark Smoke Shop, and Newstand Wakeville. So I put these in, this is a little different than usual because. Yeah. All these places are, are are running here, even with the all the baloney that's going on, and so they're all open. So nice. And these are places that we've been oh, to and, and we like. Yeah. Okay, going to the next one here. Uh, Ricky's going to like this one here. Havana Cigar, Warwick, Rhode Island. New golf and T-shirts available. Woo. Uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, then we got uh, Churchill's East Providence Rhode is open. Boulevard and Pawtucket serving gourmet Thursday through Saturday. Then we go to Corona Cigar so, Company. Before I do that, you guys familiar with Boulevard and Pawtucket? They have a kitchen there, so it's a mm-hmm. restaurant. Cigar oh, Lyle. I've heard about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do gourmet. Dave was talking Doesn't, about uh, um, Jack. Uh, Jack. Jack Dakamanji, I think he runs that place. Uh, I don't know the, the guy. Dom's been there. Dom's been there. Yeah, I've been there once. Cool place. 
Okay, then we go uh, Corona Cigar Company, Orlando, Florida. is looking for, to hire a bar back position at our Davidoff Tampa store. Uh, warehouse associates and a customer service rep now available. Now available uh, at the store is Templeton Rye Maple Cast, uh, Florida Sun Grown Tasting Package, $89.95 for a limited time. So it's kind of interesting. In, they're in Florida, and you go to a bar, you can buy bottles from the bar. It's like, like in Pennsylvania, yeah. you can go into a bar and buy beer, like six sure. packs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. In Florida, you can buy the bottles. Wow. So they have these packages of liquor and cigars and hmm. buy the package. It's kind of cool. Okay, it's next point coming up is uh, check out our Texas friends at in, in Fuego in Murphy, Rockwell, McKinney, and Frisco. Uh, then we go down. This is uh, one of our hacks in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, this is Nashville Dave's picks, the places he likes the to go dentist. to. Cigars Especial, the Smoker's Abbey, the Smoky Cigar, and Rick Cigar Lounge in White House, and, Tennessee. And Dave mailed in a new one today. He sent me an email. And uh, there's uh, some place called Mount Juliet Cigar Shop we visited recently. It's just east of Nashville, 20 miles or so. Typical cigar shop and lounge with strip mall, but has some activities. So they actually have events going on at yeah, this place. Yeah, wow, which is wow. Unusual. Yeah. Uh, Monday nights they have Sicard parties of sorts. Sicard. <laughs> Sicard, yeah. Poker <laughs> night, second Monday of the month, 6.30 shop. And then uh, Monday, September 9th, they've got a monthly Texas Hold'em tourney, 6.30 p.m. shop. And then on the September 12th, Foundation Cigar Smoker. Uh, they got Tabernacle, Wise Man, High Clare Castle, Charter Oak. Um, five to eight. And I'm going to have some food provided, too. So October 10th, Monte Cristo and, Rome, and Romeo Cigar Smoker with uh, Drew Bosler. Five to eight. And Monday, October 14th, Texas, Texas Hold'em Poker, 6.30 p.m. sharp. So Dave the Dentist was the gentleman right. with, when you guys were doing your show. And that's it for the current event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it for the current event. With the teeth guy, right? With the teeth guy that... It just so happened you were talking about some um, mouthwash. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And Dave put in those teeth, and Jonathan could not oh, take his eyes my off of Dave. He just stood there and stared. What did he say? He was like, oh, will it work for me? And smiled. <laughs> but your face was, uh, you just went from like this nonchalant, and all of a sudden your eyes were just fixed. I was just grateful I wasn't drinking anything. We were laughing. <laughs> He's Dave the so, Dentist. So if you want to know what those are, if you Google Bubba Teeth. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's, they're like a Halloween He, he greeted thing. us at the airport. We had never met him. We had talked to him for the uh, first hack of And he had those in. He had those in. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we had never so met many. him. And it was hysterical. Okay, Nashville, okay. Dave. So Mind normally we would do the Hidden Herf reveal, but we but know this is know the what it is. Hoya de Monterey Excalibur. So we don't need to do that, but you have more questions. I had two more questions here okay. that we wrote down. So two more. Would this two be, more. Would this be the Monterey, let me see. Excalibur. Uh, two R's, Monterey, Mexico. Yes. Indeed. Two R's. Two R's gives two it Monterey, R's. Mexico. Yes. Mexicano. Is that where you, is that where is that where you were? That's where I was. The gringo yes. hails from yes. Mexico. Monterey, San Pedro. Cross over the border. Yes. That's where I had, we the, was. I had the fleet of country. Mm. Yes. In a hurry. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> very fast. <laughs> it's a whole story in itself. Yeah. It's a whole other ball game right there. All right, what's your question, Ricky? Say hello first, to my ex-wife or my wife or whoever she is. Uh, boy. <laughs> first 10 days Give me my sucked. back. Give me my <laughs> That's what I fucking want. <laughs> Any, anybody in it? Yeah. I hope you're fucking listening, too. Yeah, it's out of Texas. <laughs> Mail and well, yeah. <laughs> he had to leave quick. Maybe a fucking two grand a Sunday. You stole it. You fucking. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't want you to feel funny about telling us how you really feel. <laughs> oh, no, you don't know the half. Of Just it. let it out. No, you don't you'll feel better. It's the Tourette's. It's coming. Tell out us again. about the first ten days with Sarah. Uh, Sarah's a good kid. She's a hard worker. She's eager to learn. She's like a sponge. She's. Uh, I hear her. Uh, the big thing in the cigar retail is uh, product knowledge. And as she learns it, she's able to regurgitate it and uh, deliver it to the right people. She's bringing the right people to the right cigars. So I, I not only have no complaints, I'm, I'm very, very happy with her first 10 days. Excellent. So she actually like sent you guys a letter. She was out in Ohio or something? Yeah, she went uh, on the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. There's a, uh, you can fill out a form and send an email. Or you can click this little button, and it's called Speak Pipe. Speed Pipe? Right. Uh, or Steam Pipe, as uh, Dave <laughs> calls right. it. And you can record your voice and send in a message. And she sent in a message asking a couple of things. One was, how did we feel that women would be perceived in the world of cigars? And also, how, would, how should someone go about opening up a bourbon and cigar lounge? And the answer was... Uh, women are well received in the cigar industry and Pam was on the show, the after show for that. And the other thing is you really should work in a cigar shop. And I just very tongue in cheek said, just apply with us. We'll hire you. Well, she sent her resume in. She did. And we hired her. Actually, you know, Olivia down at the big house actually went to work with Kurt. Um, to learn the cigar business. The big name? House. Sean? Sean. Sean. Sean, Sean at, was, at mm. Twins, yeah. She trained with Sean at Twins. And big houses in Pennsylvania. Mm. And that's who she trained with mm. to learn the business. So nice. We, yeah, we were down to, for Pocono Palooza. Some of our hacks are down in Pocono. So we were down there visiting. And we went to this place in Scranton called Big House Tobacco Outlet. And it's an old house. And you walk into what would have been the living room, and there's a bar there. And, and it's the, run by Lilivia is the manager there, and, and the, all the ladies who run the bar there are great. And we looked in the case, and 724, what are now, these doing here? Right. You're in the <laughs> so, middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. Uh, tell us about this. And she says, oh, I trained with Sean. It's like a small nice, world. Nice, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great stuff. Yeah, no. I trained with a couple twins at Sean's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's called training. <laughs> uh, well, it still ends in yeah, ing. <laughs> so I got to meet Sarah last. Uh, that's what they called it. Last. Well, she's been on on for ten days. So two weeks, two Saturdays ago. Yep. I was here for the show, and uh, she was in the audience, and uh, I got to talk to her afterwards and whatnot. And she's right on. She's got yeah, the right she's, attitude. She's mm-hmm. into it. But she's also very quick. I mean, I, I, I'm not the easiest manager to work for. Big surprise. Uh, but she she can stand right in there and, right. and hang, and, and she has her little retorts back, and she doesn't have an attitude about anything. She's just very good-natured, very easygoing, very nice. Good. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. That's, that's what and I got. I made a promise to this person that I would ask this question. It wasn't one of ours, mm-hmm. but 
I was asked specifically to ask this. One of your store people, Mr. Bo Jimbles, wants to know why the hell he hasn't been on the Cigar Authority yet. Um, well, the, the honest truth is that Jim has been invited to be on the Cigar Authority no less than 12 times. Okay. And every single time he is scheduled to do something podcast-related, he finds a reason not to show up. And, well, Jim, I know you're listening, and you know that's the truth. So <laughs> There you go, Mr. Bo Jim. You are welcome. You are welcome on the show anytime. <laughs> and our last question is, is, how many other shows are you involved with? How many shows have you done throughout, well, we, your, throughout your whole career? Here? As far as being other podcasts yeah. or... I would say I've been on four or five other than the Cigar Authority. Wow. Yeah, you were recently on the Cigar Pulpit. Yep. Mm. Yep. And Ed, we, oh, you haven't been on any. No, they don't let me out much. <laughs> well, Ed, a, anytime you want. All right. Yeah, I mean. We'll get you on the boat. I do the ash holes and yeah. Cigar Authority, but this is my first outside of, well, I mean, the Snack studio. Authority. Yeah, the snack dueling authority. comedians. Although you don't play yourself on the dueling comedians, that's correct. Uh, I do produce uh, Tony V and Jimmy Dunn's podcast. Two Boston guys whack up a pie. <laughs> whack a pie. Yeah, they whack up a pie. Whack up a pie. What does that mean? Well, don't don't get into that. Well, <laughs> you'll have a, you'll originally, have a knock on the door later. It started out where they ate a pie. On yeah. every one of the podcasts, but after all the weight gain, they right. sort of started skipping the pie. I could see that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Just whack, now it's just whack-a-mole. <laughs> Can I throw a disclaimer in there? Um, honey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a text already? I, I, I want my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Golf I'm, very, I'm very, very, very sorry. <laughs> Put it all in his truck and drive it up here. He wants it back. It's been burned at this stage. Oh, sold. Easy. I'm right here. I can hear you. <laughs> wow. No, Gringo Scott. Um, <clears throat> Gringo Star meant none of that. I mean, I mean, I seriously. See, that's why you got to have the alter ego. The alter ego says all the up shit that's and then right the regular you is I, had, I have no idea that was my other guy i got a really good i had a fucking concussion six days ago yeah uh-huh. so i can't <laughs> be trusted with not anything. responsible no i that's can't r- be trusted with nothing. ricky's got an alter ego i do i do let me see let me just call him up well hi there i'm calling all the way from georgia this is chronic jim oh this has been a great show guys <laughs> <laughs> so hobby hobby was out for a little while and uh, we have a lot of fun with Hobby. We missed him dearly. We missed him. So we invented a man named Crawdad Jim. And you what started, I did. And what started as a joke, I got, I got interviewed on another show for the Retro Hail. So other than just bullshitting, I had to come up with like where I was from. So I did some research about Georgia and Alabama and found some places. <laughs> and I so did, you were from more than one place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I did this whole thing. Sort of like a backwoods guy. And um, somebody wrote in and said, you know, I don't think it's right that a northerner makes fun of us here in the uh-huh. south. Right. And somebody was like. Bubba Gump called you. Well, yeah, somebody was <laughs> pissed. Yeah, Bubba Gump. You know, and it's all in jest again because. Yeah, I, I, got, a lot of, I got a lot of emails from uh, guys I went to school with, some of my relatives. And uh, 
Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't say what they said, but uh, it was <laughs> kind of <laughs> on the same thing about you know, you know, you shouldn't make fun of Southerners. Blah 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 blah. I'm not making fun of them just because they're married to their sisters. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, uh, no, no, no. But uh, well, my my second cousin wanted to marry me. There so you go. Know, <laughs> That's what he's talking about. That didn't happen, no. <laughs> Dom has an alter ego too. Yes. I do? Yeah. Michelito. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I sure do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, it's nice to be on Cigar Hacks again. Uh-huh. Like I said, this was really fun. And uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> that f- bitch from Mexico. <laughs> Oh, so boy. if we could transition into the local spotlight, spotlight. I snuck ahead on the uh, show notes. I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah. That, that wasn't the local spotlight? <laughs> no, that <laughs> can stay in Mexico. <laughs> right. I, I, so before we get to the local spotlight, as we transition in, can you talk about each of your... You have three stores, and they're all very different from one mm-hmm. another. So they are different. Yeah, we get uh, the Seabrook store. Is uh, kind of filled with a bunch of wild and crazy guys. And they are. Not only place. the staff, but also the customers. Great place. They seem to embrace this wild and crazy culture they have. Yeah. And you've got to have a thick skin to be able to hang in that lounge. Um, well, what's the first thing you notice when you walk in? Six foot nine, freaking. <laughs> He's a behemoth. He, he is, is a behemoth. He's a great guy. He is a He's good a dude. Wonderful dude. He, yep. Big heart on Jim. But, but it's true. They, they come from the beach. It's a little bit of a different attitude, I think, is the best way to put it. Uh, and then you, you move over to the Nashua store, and there's more than one group that goes in and sits down. And there's no bad blood, it doesn't seem, between right. the different groups. But there's distinct different seating areas, and people gravitate toward one group or another. And I would say probably... Nashua is the least political of the stores is in the lounge anyways. Right. There's almost no pol- political talk, which I, I prefer. Uh, you know, it's nobody's business who you voted for or whatever, right. but I kind of always like that about it. He loves Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. Uh, <laughs> That's conspiracy corner. Yeah. And then we'll uh, the Salem store is in between the other two stores location-wise. Our seating area is tucked in the back, and it's there's probably three different distinct groups of people that come in and sit, but everybody gets along with everybody, and yeah, it's a good time. In fact, one of the groups, we've got a group of guys from Kenya that come in and they, I know, they I was love them all. Yeah. <laughs> they love to sit and smoke their Atabays and Byron's in the corner and they just started a podcast called uh, African Diaspora Connects right. is what it's called. Yeah, yes, you got it. Something something you, something you might not know about most of them. Most of them are nurses. Correct. And that's how I know them. Some they've of them got, I they've... trained. Oh, you know them. Oh. Yeah, I know them. Oh. So one of them I trained <laughs> being the educator at a hospital huh. and um, most of them are nurses. Mm. Yeah. And I know him from the nursing community. Small world. It is a small world. So they, uh, yeah, they, they just, uh, it's a, it's a good group of dudes. And even the, the regulars that come in in the morning here in Salem, it's just, it's interesting to see the different dynamics and how people tend to gravitate toward people that are, that seem to be more like-minded. Wow. What, what wow. happened to the coffee bar? It's right there. You can it's see right it. behind us. But he doesn't do it anymore. We have struggled to staff the coffee side of things. Right. Oh, uh, there you go. Right there. Yeah. I need a drop bad. <laughs> bitch, it makes it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, just well, uh, to say. I'll introduce I, you to Dave after. Uh, yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say, upon walking in Seabrook, two guys, I was very impressed with the 
renovations. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, they really turned nice. out really nice. Really it turned nice. out really nice. You know who did them? Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> my alter ego. It'd be Sammy B. <laughs> Sammy B, my brother. Really? Yeah. yeah. Very, it's beautiful. very nice yeah. job. He headed Excellent. up all those projects, and okay. he did the yeah. uh, adjacent room to the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Wow. We like did that room, awesome. made, made extra space, created some columns, so we have uh, a spot to be able to serve the food, and now we can accommodate... 40 to 50 people in that room comfortably. Beautiful. And all of our events, we have the option for people, if you don't buy an entire table and you want to be socially distant, we have the cafe right underneath the smoke eater where you could sit with just one or two of your friends and be away from everybody else if that's how you want to go to the event. Uh, And that way, nobody gets excluded. And, uh, and you can always spill over into the... That's, right. Yeah, you can spill and right over into the studio. Into the studio here. So, the sto- here. so of all the places, I mean, Seabrook I love. I know most of the guys up there. Mm-hmm. But I come here a lot. And the staff are outstanding. We uh, certainly Paul, try. That I mean, that. Um, thank you for saying that. That's, that's something I, that we, I mean that wholeheartedly. We strive for. The staff are excellent. And what I like, and I've said this before, what I like is they sell to your palate. Verse, here are two guys. They sell to your palate. Verse, hey, this is what's hot. Buy this. First time I ever came here, probably oh, six years ago, walked in the door. Somebody politely came up to me, introduced themselves, asked me my name, asked me what I like to smoke, brought me right over. From there on, I was hooked. You know? Nice. I haven't been in in a while because I was in. F- Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> you might have you might have he mentioned that. I think, did you say something about he Mexico? Said something about Mexico. Well, but no, I was very impressed with the with the service. We're, we're we're big on product knowledge and making sure that people are being shown the cigars that are going to fit, as Rick said, fit their palate. Mm-hmm. And that's, I would say, that's ninety percent of what should happen in a cigar bar in a impressed. cigar store. Exactly, I get that for myself when I'm working at the. Uh, Plastow Cigar, I asked them how long you've been smoking, what do you like, bold or mild or, you know, in that uh, medium range. And they're very glad to have that kind of yeah, conversation. That's important. And they say, well, that's really neat because I go in a place and I look for cigars. Nobody really asked me that question. And then you get, you know, get to know the person. And then when they come in, you can give them a couple little options. Yeah. You can move them around a little bit. And uh, they really like that service. I can remember the first time I went to the two guys there in Seabrook, and um, a guy came up to me and, you know, said, hi, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. What kind of cigars you smoke? Mild or medium or whatever, you know, and he came over. He says, come with me and I'll show you the mild cigars and you can, you know, pick whatever you want. And it was just so courteous, and the guys were back there smoking. And I'd been in there just one time. And the regular group was, hey, 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 how you doing? How are you? You know? I said, I was, I was, I was really impressed. You know, I mean. So, so the Seabrook store has Mr. Bob as their regular. Who is, who is the his, biggest uh, regular in this store? His, uh, his nickname over there is Cranky Bob. His picture's yeah. up on the right. wall. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how he got his name. Mm. It's not because he's cranky. He's a, a veteran. Yeah. And he likes what he likes. And he doesn't want recommendations he just wants to go over and get and what he wants and that's it and the guy's over there he, he's he's an older guy he has a hard time getting around he's got his walker and the guys go out to the truck right open the door it, for him help him out help him in there was there was a time when uh, he had got into a car accident and, and just physically couldn't drive and Big Jim would go over and pick him up right. and bring him in at the start of his shift well, that, or take him in on his day off. That was the same thing as what you did for Teddy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teddy, Teddy was a, he had uh, muscular dystrophy, I believe. Or MS. Or MS, yeah, yeah. So he, it was in a wheelchair bound yeah. and we would cut a cigar for him. In fact, a group of us put money together to make a cigar holder because right. he physically couldn't hold the cigar. So we would cut the cigar, light it for him. And put it in the holder. Put it in it the holder, phenomenal. relight it, whatever he wanted. And he was right. he was always so kind. And, and we miss Teddy very much. Very much. What everybody's talking about right now is the what I know as the club. You know, it became something that I started. My first cigar was in Savannah, Georgia. And from that moment on, I started very friendly people. And so I moved. And dating your cousin? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Am I confused? No, no, no. <laughs> you said Georgia. I just got triggered. I'm yeah, it sorry. Was, it was the twins I was talking about earlier. I got you. Yeah. You're related to them. That's and good. Sean's how, you know, that. So anyway, but it became the club, you know, and everybody yeah. that I've met in these places that I've been in many, many, many places all over the country are just a very nice group of people. And I always have the slogan, you never see a guy with a frown on his face with a cigar in his hand. No, people come in and they're, they're happy to use the product. They want, they want to smoke a cigar. They want to get to know about the tobaccos and that the relationships and this is we say it all the time this is a relationship business so when you come in to two guys you're not just a number you're not your right. stogie points account right. uh you're you're somebody that's coming in you're a living breathing person and we want to get to know you and i've got some lifelong friends that i've met and they're in quotes customers but yeah. they're friends they're french sure. we hang out outside of work yeah. present company Almost included. Almost. Completely Almost. included. Right. <laughs> Completely included. We've gone on mandates. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. Are no, they we mandated? Have. Oh, yeah. Did you go dancing? No. no. Ed Sullivan taking me <laughs> no. to a couple of shows. Ed yeah. Sullivan, no. We saw Buddy Guy together. <laughs> we saw the ABBA tribute band, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> the ABBA tribute band. <laughs> uh-huh. So, Ricky asks, who's the most regular regular here? I'm going to go out on a limb and say... Tom Dudley. Every time I come in, Tom, he's Tom here. Dudley is he's definitely the most regular here. I haven't seen Tom in a long time. Bob is the most there. regular over in the Seabrook store. Rick is pretty regular. Rick is regular, yeah. In the morning. Yes. Every day. Yeah. yeah. That's regular. Yeah. Old man Rick. <laughs> That's pretty regular. <laughs> he pattern. prefers not to be spoken to. At all. Oh, At all. Yeah. Not to be confused with Enema Boy, Rick. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. He loves no, honey, I'm not coming to the cigar so every day. What's interesting <laughs> is, so this... I'm going fishing. This uh, <laughs> widower comes in every single day. He doesn't really want to be handled. He wants the cigar that he wants, mm-hmm. and he goes and sits down, and if you don't acknowledge him when you walk by, because he's a little gruff, right? so you get the feeling he doesn't want to be Bothered. spoken to, Yeah. but he, when he comes in, he says hi. You got to say hi back. Mm-hmm. He goes and sits down, even though you said hi to him at the beginning. Right. When you walk by, hi Rick, right. because if you don't, he says fine, and you, and he's kind of a you know, he got a little attitude. <laughs> so, but even even with that, not one staff person has ever motherfucked this guy. Is this, because is he's this, is this the Rick that sits with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sits in yeah, the, he's in real the, nice fellow, very nice guy. Yeah. He just likes his, he gets here early before yeah. the store opens officially. Yeah. And I always open early. Yeah. But he comes in and he goes and sits by himself and he yeah. enjoys the first 20 minutes before the next customer comes in. Right. And he's just such a funny guy. But even with his little quirk about, you got to say hi to him when you walk by. Right. And I mean, every time you walk by oh, him three yeah. times, you better say hi to him three times. <laughs> but even with that, he's still welcome. And I feel like he's part of my family. And when he doesn't come in, I miss him. Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. A good guy. It goes okay. to the, what I was talking about. Great, All right, we great need group. To, we need to move along here. 
We're running out of Yeah, we're running out of time. Running, running out of wrap tape. this up. <laughs> a tape. We're out of tape. Well, normally we would do conspiracy corner here. You got anything? For I got us? a real got a quick one. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'll make it real short. That's Monterey. I just want to talk a little bit tonight about something that came up and uh, back in the day after World War II, the Nazis were gathered up and they were some were tried. But many were brought to the United States, and then they were put into the government because they were very, very bright. They were working on missiles. They were working on nuclear program. Nuclear program. They were working on going to the moon. And the United States figured if we don't grab them, Russia's going to grab them. Yep. So the United States grabbed as many as they could and brought them here to the United States, put them in the government, and hid them. And the word got out, and... People started, as Rick said earlier, um, the Nazi, the Nazi hunters. hunters. And that's a real thing. That's not a conspiracy. And they went after and killed many. But many survived and got through, and they're still there to this day, generations. And they're breeding like rabbits. And they have many, many, many more in our government. And somebody said the conspiracy part is, this is what we're seeing across the country that it's grown into the anti-American from way back in the World War II era, and they had an, an agenda. And now that agenda is showing its ugly side. So that was the, the thing that I heard and read a little bit about, and I did know some knowledge about the World War II Germans that were grouped up. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let everybody chew on that for a little while. And uh, Shot shooter Dave Garofalo just walked by the set here. Speaking of shooters. Rick tried goading him yeah, into coming he, on the yeah, show. He wouldn't do it. Right you He's chicken. you. You chicken, Dave. He ran. Yeah. He blew smoke. I've actually never seen him run before. That was a little off-putting. <laughs> what was that, Dave? Yeah. yeah. Why did Chicken Dave cross the road? <laughs> to get away from the cigar hacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Ah, they're just so, a bunch of hacks. So that's an interesting topic. Yeah. Yes, and there's a lot of history to look into and, and explore. Well, and you know, you brought that up in uh, the Israeli Nazi hunters, mm-hmm. and there's a group out there, and uh, that's what they did. They knew that a lot of a lot of the Nazis went to Switzerland. They went to the neutral countries, oh. but You'll read every once in a while, they get a 90-year-old in California, yeah. and you wonder, how the hell did he live in this country? Yeah. Well, they hit him, too, and they you know. protected him through the government. And there was a, the Americans was a series, great, great series. It's based on reality, where they came over, acted like neighbor to neighbor, spoke perfect English, but they were Nazis, and they came here for a reason. And they were infiltrating our government. And learning, and then the ones that were here, they were getting in with them, and then they report back to Russia. And that's basically all the truth stuff, all the series is uh, based on just a series. Um, but it's an excellent series. I recommend it highly. It's called The Americans. And this stuff here is, you know, conspiracy that hey, it, it grew to what we're seeing today. That's the conspiracy side. But the reality side is these people were brilliant. And it gets even further into the part where you're you're dealing with the vaccines and the embryos and taking tissue and all this stuff that we've seen over the years. Mengele, who was a German who modifying was DNA. modifying DNA. So that's what's, if you get into this, you go down some rabbit holes that 
you end up going, holy mackerel, what the f-? They have... Way to end the show on a f***ing high note. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I got them all. <laughs> Every Let's week. go back to talking about Mexico. All right. I'm impressed. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> okay, I don't so, mean that, honey. So let's, uh, I don't mean that. <laughs> let's rate the cigar, you know what you say. Okay, so let's start over there. We'll, we'll start with Dommy. I mean, for what it is, what's the price point on it? Roughly nine dollars. Roughly nine million. bucks. I'd say for this, you know, for a mild cigar like this, you know, I'd expect like seven or eight, maybe. But you know, I guess I'm grasping at straws there. But it's okay. I mean, seven and a half. It's good. Nothing Dave, to it, Dave. Uh, I was in the seven range as well. Okay. I mean, it's it's a decent cigar. That seven and a half. I'll do that too. Yeah, Mr. Jonathan. I guess, I'm guessing this is a one, uh, one, one to, to ten. One to ten. One to ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, it's a solid seven. I think seven and a half is a little bit of a stretch. I'd like, I would like even for a mild cigar to have a little more complexity, a little bit more in the change over department. Uh, almost no tips on this to speak of, which is the most flavorful part of the leaf. It's just middle of the road, middle tobacco. Right. A little bit of aroma, but it, there's not there's not a lot of wow factor here. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a it's a plain Jane. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even feeling seven six point nine. There you go. <laughs> Tough grader. Mm. Oh yeah. Glad he's not my math teacher. Mike. <laughs> I would say this is a six point eight, and uh, I would take this uh, other than the price. I would take this to the golf course and have that on the mm. golf course. I am a mild to medium smoker. I give this a five. This, and I give it a five because there's like no taste to it. There's nothing to this. Yeah, it's a cigar. It, it smokes. It, it, it's a yard guy, and there are a lot better yard guys out there than this. So I'm being honest. Baroness. Baroness. No cigar. Well, I was afraid that I was going to have to go a seven because that's what it sounded like. You don't have to go with you don't have no, to go, I know, you I know, go anything. You can I know, go with three I, on it I, if you want. I just got to go with whatever no, comes in my head. Is, this is not up my alley. Um, in what is? I'll tell you later. Uh, I, I, I love that answer. I have a feeling you guys are going to end up in Mexico after this. We're going to end up in Mexico. Get my back. Baroness is packing. That is a true hey, statement. I've been um, single for a year now. You, you know, know, it's got a good draw on it. Um, it burns relatively even. It's it smokes nice. It's definitely a, a one trick pony. I give it a six point seven five. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, Harvey. Well, I'm going to be an oddball here. This is one of you know. You know I got five major cigars that I smoke. I won't say which I rate this, but it's a good cigar. I I, I smoke quite a bit of these, uh, and I like it. And I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh. Okay. High praise from Harvey. Mm-hmm. Right up Harvey's alley. Comes out to a 6.16, which is a 6.2. What? Oh, because medi- you're five. Yeah. A mediocre oh, cigar. Right. That's what it yeah. is. That's, that's fair. fair enough. I think my five yeah. took down all the... Uh, yeah, but that's fair enough. Yeah, Construction-wise and burn-wise, it's, 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 it's good. You know, but on the burn-wise, yeah. it's good. Yeah. You know, so, it burns well. So this, this particular cigar that rated a 2.1, the lowest cigar that's ever rated on our show, <laughs> we... <laughs> We smoked a, 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 an absolutely shitty cigar oh. at, at our Twins. It was the worst cigar. It was oh, much the worse. The fake Cohiba. The fake Cohiba. Oh. It was oh. horrible. And this kid, <laughs> we were all giving it once. And we're thinking, we got a cigar. Thank God. We, don't, you know, mm. we love Dave. And thank God we don't have to say it's one of his. And this kid goes, 
I give it a five and a half. We were like, what? <laughs> He's cute. We're all giving thing. it one point five. And <laughs> oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> and he goes, I like it. Not him. It's got a higher rating for me because the band is like your wine story. You put it in the canter and makes it look good. There you go. The band makes yeah, it look the band's good. pretty. So it gets a couple points for that. It's a pretty band. <laughs> yeah. and, it, okay. and it's different when you drink something. And smoke a cigar. Oh, yeah. So the example I gave last week was I got to smoke an Andalusian Bull. Great cigar. Great cigar. Way out of my palate. Uh, we were drinking ice water. It was 90 degrees out. So after every puff, you're, t- you're taking a drink. And then you go back to it. And I'm thinking, man, this isn't strong at all. But it was because the ice water was <laughs> clenching your palate and so forth. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When do we do this? Oh, that's coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's coming. Okay. Thanks <laughs> to the panel. Oh, I gotta we'll get go the Baron. Cross over the border. Take a sailing ship into the night. The singing really sells it. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, why we, that's why we do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just leave it alone at this moment. Okay. I'm going to not go with my alter ego. I'm just going to say <laughs> All right. sayonara. All right. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. <laughs> Lubricant for all. Great story. For all Two good guys. Guy. Salem, New Hampshire. The Baroness. Two guys were at the Salem, New Hampshire location. Uh, it's my second home. It's great. Come in here, smoke, watch some podcasts. Yeah, but you smile all through us. <laughs> I just want to throw that shots. out. There. The shots keep going. They keep going. No, it's a it's a great place. Great customer service. Great cigars. Um, that's good that's time. in, in a nutshell. That's Reverend Javi. Hallelujah, 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 harvest so handsome. Okay, folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, two guys are great. Uh, I come in here every time I'm in town. Great place, good people, good cigars. Um, I hope you, uh, hope everybody has a good week. Um, we'll be back again next week. Same time, same bat channel. Dominator. Dominator. Another great show. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. Happy to be here. Appreciate it. Yes. Our special guest, Mr. Mr. We're going to have a great show. A really big show. And now, here he is, Ed Sullivan. I'm still here. You know, thank you so much for inviting me on. I would love to come back anytime Jonathan is not here. <laughs> Ed, Ed, we're going to have to put you on the boat. <laughs> I think it's more deadpan than droll. <laughs> right. No, Jonathan and I are very close. Very, uh, very close. Okay, and then, uh, Mr. Jonathan, we have something special for you. Go right ahead there. You can, you can drive, drive having the time of your life. Ooh, see that guy smoke that stick. He 
His name is Mr. J. Ed, when this podcast comes out, <laughs> if you f- take that bit oh. and put it on the show, Do it. I will end you. Thank you. That would be a riot. you got to do that. Oh, Johnson's going to dive off classic. the stage. It is a classic. But there's, classic. More, there's more. Yeah, the lyrics go on. They're not on here, but it's the smoking fiend, 17 sticks a day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is this show over yet? <laughs> I, have, I have, just at the very end, the same question asked every rep, everybody who works in a store. Ed, what's your go-to cigar? Oh, I can name that. Yeah, right now it's the uh, Romacraft Neanderthal. Okay. Fabulous. And uh, I'm a big fan right now of the Aladino Corojo Reserve in the Robusto. Mm. Thank you. Okay, so this is your humble announcer producer, Cigar Heck Dave. To the man! The man! The man! Thanks to the listeners, you made it to another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. Send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. Like Alex the Bastard. Like Alex the Bastard. There you go. Mm-hmm. Alex the okay. Bastard, we mention him every show. Alex yeah. the Bastard. Yeah, he got, he got mentioned on a show out the retro hill, and he was all excited, so now we just bust his balls over it every time. So there we go. All right. See you next time at a Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. We don't know nothing. We're just a bunch of hacks. And, and to the folks at Spirit Airlines, you can catch Mr. Jonathan's show on Pornhub. <laughs> Dancing Queen. <laughs> Jonathan and Ed, thank you. Stick. His name is Mr. J.